All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Stalemates. Another week. Today is what is today, Tyler? Monday, the twenty fourth. Is that what you're looking for? Monday, January twenty fourth, two thousand twenty two. We have a huge wrestling week on tap. We have Iowa, Penn State this Friday. I'm a Cyclone fan, so you know Iowa State versus Oklahoma State this Sunday, I believe. There's plenty of other duels this week that you guys can check out. Minnesota, Michigan is another one. But I just wanted to highlight the some of the bigger duels that are going on this week. You guys are going to want to pay attention to those. You're also going to want to pay attention to what we have going on this Friday at the Vine in Iowa, uh, Coralville. It'll be in Coralville. Yeah, right by Carver. In Coralville, which is right by Carver Hawkeye Arena, we are teaming up with our guy Ryan Warner. He's actually jumping on our Patreon-only episode this week. Today, we're going to record it after this uh, YouTube episode. So if you guys want to check that out, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $3.99. But nevertheless, we're going to team up with Ryan Warner, and we're doing a happy hour, a cocktail hour, whatever you call it, for three hours it is uh we're gonna give out uh free stickers um we have like a 500 hundred dollar bar tab which will go quick i'm sure mm-hmm. uh free merch uh you can go up and ask ryan all kinds of questions that you want to ask him uh we'll be hanging out uh just want to talk wrestling and kind of meet some of the listeners and stuff that does this show because that is the uh that is the um you know, that is my favorite part of doing all this is being able to meet you guys and, and talk to you guys about the show and what you guys like, what you don't like, what some of your favorite parts are, uh, because we're finding out the more that we do this when we run into people um, in person and whatnot, it's it's a lot better than uh, exchanging tweets or DMs and stuff <laughs> like that. So I hope you guys come through. Um, you know, Even if you don't care about us, even if you don't care about the show, come and get free stuff. So. Uh, come check it out. Um, this show is presented by Barbarian Apparel, Spider Mat Tape, and Above and Beyond Wash and Seal. Those are three awesome sponsors for this show. Just straight up wrestling companies. Barbarian Apparel, you guys have known this from the jump, have been uh, in our corner from the very beginning. Um, they help us out with Street League. They help us out with all kinds of stuff. So shout out to Barbarian Apparel. Spider Matt Tape, awesome Matt Tape out of Ohio, the official Matt Tape of Stalemate Street League, which we are bringing back very soon, which we'll talk about that. Probably get into that in the uh, Patreon-only episode today, no? Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I got to fill Tyler in. He has been uh, in Chicago all weekend and Bears country. You looking know, for Ryan out- Warner. Looking for Ryan Warner. Shout out to Reattack. I got into some football beef with him <laughs> uh, over the weekend. It was fun in games, though. And then also above and beyond Washington Seal, the best floors in the game. We're going to be sitting with Trent at the uh, Iowa versus Penn State duel. So if you see Trent there wearing above and beyond Washington Seal uh, merch, um, go up to him and tell him thank you for supporting this show because it really does mean a lot. Um, Tyler, before we get into these topics, do you want to go ahead and uh, what, what is there anything you want to say, I guess, before we start the show? I always, I always like to ask you, is there anything? Yeah. Um, no, not this week. We got my ticket situation squared away for Penn State, so... That was the only thing I was really going to plug this episode. I think I'm just ready to get into it. Kind of plug, try to get some free takes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to use the power of the internet. I don't use it very often. Yeah. I use it probably more than you. But right. I know. You're good at leveraging it. I'm not quite as comfortable. But I was going to plug it in an episode at least. I'll say this. I, I think I'm like 90% sure we have our tickets figured out. Um, but I don't think we're going to be able to sit together, which is fine. As long as we're in the door, right. it doesn't matter. There's yeah, not as a long bad, as I can get through. There's not a bad seat at Carver Hawkeye either. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, I do want to plug our Discord too. The Discord has been very active. Um, 80 some members, something like that. So if you guys don't know what Discord is, it's basically this new platform. It's basically like a group chat, a very yeah. fast paced moving group chat. We have uh, multiple different, call, they're called channels, I believe. Mm-hmm. And basically you just talk about wrestling and, and one of them, it's, it says I'm watching wrestling live right now. So you can hop in there and literally whatever you're watching, you can message it and then everybody, you know, it kind of it's kind of a good way to keep up with what's going on because a lot of times these duels are stacked on top of each other like friday night there was like three duels that everybody wanted to yeah. watch so people are kind of chiming in saying hey this match is coming up this this result happened uh you know if a controversial call happens people people will pop in there and, and kind of give their two cents so it's a platform that i kind of slept on a lot in the beginning jason bryant of course he's always first at literally everything um, he told me about it early on. I kind of ignored it, kind of was confused by it, then kind of saw more other creatives using it. And so I'm really liking it. So if you guys want to check that out, scroll down and you can join the Discord server. It's totally free, um, absolutely no cost. You just download the Discord server and uh, or Discord app, and, and you can hop on our server and, and start talking wrestling. We also have different tabs in there, a general tab. We're just talking about wrestling in general, not necessarily wrestling that's happening live in the moment. So um, go check that out. Um, yeah, I think uh, let's get into today's topics. We have a special guest joining us later on in the show, Josiah from Fanco. You guys have heard us talking about this, and uh, he's 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 been a friend of ours from the beginning. We met him uh, when we went down to Campbell. Mm. Um, he is a person that when he calls me, I love answering the phone, and I will keep him on the phone as long as possible because I love picking this guy's brain. He's he's kind of smart. He does his own thing. And uh, we're going to talk to him about um, a multitude of things. Um, but without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Roll our brand new intro. Tyler got this intro. You've seen it the past few videos, but uh, I think we're coming to the it's final the form 2.0. here. The 2.0. So uh, roll the intro. Subscribe to Stalemates. <laughs> Okay, welcome back, guys. If you guys skipped all that ad stuff, no worries. We're presented by Barbarian Apparel. This first topic is Virginia Tech versus NC State. Uh, what what date is that tweet, by the way, that you have pulled up over there? This one was from January 20th. Okay, so January 20th, um, which was, what, four days ago? Yes, yep, yeah. That seems like an absolute eternity ago mm-hmm. that this happened. Um at first, when this came about, you know, this dual meet gets canceled. Virginia Tech versus NC State. If you guys remember last year, this was like the one of the best dual meets of the year last yeah. year. There was no fans there, but it was awesome. Um, A lot of big moments. Huge moments. Rock Harrison was on the call. We kind of got introduced to that gem of a human being. Um, that was the whole Sam Latona, Sam, uh, yeah, Sam Latona, yeah. Jacob Camacho match, which was an amazing match. Came down to the very end. Just an awesome moment last year. The, one of the top moments. And so I think a lot of people were kind of looking forward to this ACC matchup. I feel like the ACC kind of gets slept on in general, um, especially in the limelight of things. But, you know, a lot of people were excited for this match. And then this match got canceled. And I don't think a lot of people realize the extent of how this thing got canceled. So it ended up, they put out this statement, NC State Day. Can you go ahead and pull this yeah. up and go ahead and read uh, just a little bit of it? 
Due to a decision with the Virginia Tech wrestling program, the Hokies will not be making the trip down to Raleigh and will for forfeit tomorrow night's ACC opener. Um, they have ticket info, and then they say the pack has found a replacement and will be in action this weekend, traveling to Campbell for a dual night at 7 p.m. And somewhere in here it also stated that it equals like a forfeit from Virginia Tech for, yeah, right there. Yeah, and so that's the important part right there is it's not considered a no contest. And basically what that means is the ACC looked at this duel and said this duel can happen. Right? So what's the issue? Well, the issue was, uh, the rumor around the rumor mill, was that Virginia Tech did not have enough of their starters being able to wrestle. Mm. So they said, hey, let's reschedule this duel. NC State says, nah, we don't, we don't want to do it. If you guys have wrestlers available, you should wrestle them. Well, obviously, this is an important duel meet in the season, right? Mm. Now, a lot of people say duel meets don't matter, but I think that they do and i think that uh i think it matters when it comes to like stature right within the conference obviously you want to win these dual meets dual meets matter a lot more than a lot of people want to think they might not matter in terms of like uh team trophies and stuff like that but they they matter to the fans more than anything a lot of the casual fans care a lot about the dual meet scores because they they see it as wins and losses within the team when somebody asks me in my barber chair right if they ask me hey how's iowa state this year i see that they're ranked x right that's because they're looking at the team rankings which a lot of times is the dual ranking so it matters more than a lot of people think so virginia tech's looking at this and they don't want a loss to nc state on their record right they won it last year because sam was you know he won at the very end for them Mm. and nc state's really good so nc state's saying i get both sides here but i also blame both sides here right i blame virginia tech because it's like you have backups for a reason so send your backups do your backups not matter you saying like now we would rather take a forfeit than throw our backups out there and then nc state as well if 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 i'm an nc state fan i'm not defending nc state for not rescheduling this this is one of the biggest dual meets of the year again this is one of those things where people can't be complaining about you know ticket sales or exposure for the sport and this and that everybody wants to talk about ducking and now we have entire schools ducking or whatever mm-hmm. right and so i don't understand why this can't be rescheduled if right. you if you look at nc state and virginia tech like this is a huge moment for you guys and you know i don't know the extent of how many guys were you know in COVID or whatever I don't blame you for reaching out and saying, hey, let's reschedule this. This is big for both of us. Let's wait until we both have, you know, our full strength lineups. I understand why NC State says, nope, you should be ready to go. We're not rescheduling. You need to send your guys, right? But at the end of the day, do whatever it takes to get it done. And the fact that you guys can't, couldn't figure it out is so disappointing. It's disappointing because that is, that, like, that is huge for the sport in terms of, like, how things are going. So... Why in the world could you not figure it out? If you're an NC State fan and you are, you know, going to war on Twitter for them over this, shame on you. If you're a Virginia Tech fan and you're and you're going to war for Virginia Tech on this, shame on you. Unless there's something that I'm not privy to, which I did my due diligence with this, let me know. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments how I'm wrong. But as far as you know, in my opinion, as far as how things are going, this duel should have happened. It's a super 
bummer, disappointment, disappointed in both of these teams that, that they couldn't figure out uh, how, how to get this going. If this was the IYWA State duel, there'd be, there'd be riots in the street. There would be riots. I'd be one of them. I might have to handcuff myself to the Little Caesars Arena, and now I might have to handcuff myself to the NC State or Virginia Tech Stadium, wherever this is supposed to go. I mean, what's your opinion on this? Is the importance of this duel, like, just this is the biggest duel for probably both those teams last year, too. Is that what prompted so many more people to be upset to this than other cancellations that have happened this year? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, I mean, like, it's not, like, if it's just a cancellation, it sucks, right? But you're not, but mm. there's not going to, like, there's nothing you can do about it, right? But the ACC is saying, you guys, the ACC is saying, you guys had enough people to go. It doesn't right. matter if they're your starters or your second string or third string. Everybody's been there. It's just kind of the world that we live in right now, especially with COVID that, like, you know, hey, like, it sucks, right? But, like, yeah. sometimes you have to send your second or third string out. Like, the Iowa-Penn State duels this weekend, I imagine there's probably, there might be one, you know, backup going out there, right? Mm. You know, and I don't think it's a matter of one backup. I'm assuming that a majority of Virginia Tech's lineup is, is gone. But if there's a way to make this duel happen, like it happen. Let, that, that could be the one moment for your um, Virginia Tech kid who's the second or third string to go out there and have this shining moment. I remember in the um, Iowa... A uh, big documentary thing that they did in the like early 2000s. I can't remember what it's called. It was, it was a great documentary, but they said uh, they pointed out this one senior on the team who basically like never got a chance to go out there. And he, and like they have a lot of guys like that at, at these bigger programs where it's like, hey, their dream is to wrestle for Iowa. They want to go out. If they get one dual meet to walk out there in front of the fans, mm -hmm. like that's that's a worth it to them. That's a win. They could have been a starter somewhere else. They could have went Division two, II, Division three, II, Division whatever in the IA, but they wanted to go to Iowa to fulfill that dream of theirs, right? You can't tell me this couldn't happen for a Virginia Tech. Kid. There's a second or third string guy in the Virginia Tech lineup who could have had a shining moment, and your coach says, nah, we would rather forfeit the match than have you go out there. That's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's only really a loss for those guys and then the fans who wanted to see it. Like, I mean, I guess technically it's a loss for Virginia Tech, but either way, it just kind of came down to the individuals and wrestling as a whole who didn't get what they wanted out of it. They would rather lose than have their second or third strings out there. It blows my mind. Mm -hmm. What's that say to you? What's that say? Yeah. Plus, if you want to have a championship caliber team, you have to have depth in your lineup. Look at Kale, right? Kale's got Michael Beard and Max Dean. That is depth, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can't go that deep, right? But what's that saying to the depth? What's that saying to the depth of Virginia Tech? You know what I mean? Right. What's that Not saying? Exactly. What's that saying to Virginia? If Virginia Tech, if you're a kid who's thinking about going to Virginia Tech, they don't care about the backups. Mm. Super disappointing to see. And if you're an ACC fan and you're defending this, shame on you too. Shame on all. Shame on anybody that's defending the situation. This this duel me should have happened, uh, to some extent. If the if you have to throw backups out there, or whatever. But just give those kids some time to shine. Yeah, agreed. All right. That's my rant for the day. I felt like that kind of went untouched. And um, again, if there's if there, if I missed something in that, let me know. Let me know in the comments. Reach out to me. I, I'd love to hear what I missed. Um, somebody else said it was weather related. And I think Tony Ramos jumped in there right away and said like the weather wasn't that bad or something like that. Which yeah. of course, you know, he's not involved with either of these programs, but he's in that area of the country. I didn't check their weather reports, but everything that I've seen. Uh, Trent Hidley jumped in the chat and he was even right. saying he like really active. Yeah, he was he was active too. But Trent, tell your coach like 
Virginia Tech's more to blame in the situation, but also if I'm yeah. NC State, like make it happen. Put your this is the whole this is like the most this is an ego thing, to be honest with you. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, this is an ego thing. Neither this was like both of these guys were like, hey, or both of these programs were like, hey, we don't want to lose here. And then NC and then NC State's also like, nope, you should send your guy. I understand more where NC State's coming from, but at the end of the day, make it happen. Like put your ego aside. Whatever happens, happens, but just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. I agree. Is that there's more blame on Virginia Tech's side, but um, I mean, I guess you can't blame them if you're in the same position as NC State. Then I guess you can do that. Um, more blame on Virginia Tech's side, though. I agree. All right, let's uh, let's get on to the next one here. Um, Brand's hot mic situation. Did it just get really quiet in here, or is that me? No, the uh, the uh, air thing stopped. I know that's how that quiet too. it gets it was in un- here. It was unsettling how quiet it got. We have this like insane heater deal, which we can't control. Just always blasting super loud, and now it's quiet as a pen. I've never heard it this quiet. Here. No, I noticed that immediately. I didn't know if you would pick up on it. All right. Anyways, that's that's my whole <laughs> NC State. Virginia Tech rant. I don't think enough people really talked about it. Maybe they did, but all right. Next thing here. All right. The brand's hot mic situation. Another one classic. I'm actually, um, first of all, he didn't cuss, right? Let, let, For sure. Can you, I actually tweeted the actual thing. Um, but before I tweeted this and before we actually play this clip, because I'm sure you guys are going to want to hear the clip, I, excuse me, I think it's a little bit of a setup. It is really hard to do this when it's this quiet. <laughs> it's throwing you off. <laughs> it's throwing me off. I've complained and I've said I'm right, going to get a new studio. We're going to get a new studio because of how loud this thing is. But now I'm worried that this freaking uh, what's this thing? What's the neighbors called? Oh, uh, the lawyers. The, their lawyers or something. Like imagine, imagine them sitting next door just listening to me just raining about NC State and Virginia <laughs> Tech. Because there's no way they know who we are over here, you know? Right. No, I, w- I always wonder what the custodians think, too, of our setup in here. <laughs> but um, whenever it went silent, like, my, like, stomach, like, churned. There's something unsettling about it getting that quiet for a second. I know. It's, I don't know. It's It's got me totally thrown off my Sorry, rocker. everybody. We're thrown off. All right. Back to wrestling here. All right. So uh, what, what was this? Ohio State, Iowa, yep. Big Ten Network. This was last Friday. Um, Carson Karchla beats Alex Marinelli. And Tom Brands decided to take out some of his frustration in the officiating that went on um, in the Abisad versus Caleb Romero match. Now, before we play this clip, I tweeted very early on in this duel meet that I think it's kind of a setup. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on against Iowa. I have noticed that Iowa hate comments, and this is not me trying to... Um, suck up to you guys. You guys say that we're that I'm too anti-Iowa. I have your guys' back this time, right? So early on, I said, are the microphones pointed directly underneath the chairs of the coaches? Because all you can hear were the coaches this whole time. And there's tons of people at this dual meet, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's one of those situations where it's super quiet and all you can hear is the coaches refing because or the coaches coaches, the coaches coaching because there's nobody there there's a lot of people there at the Cavelli center or whatever it's called mm-hmm. i think that the big 10 network realizes the asset that they have and the brands brothers and they are like putting microphones near them there's another situation on early there's another situation earlier in the year with um i think tom or terry like ripping a microphone away from him i actually think that was at the collegiate duels that wasn't at the big mm-hmm. 10 network but he took a microphone that was close to him and, and moved it 
Last year, they had the whole you don't like tough wrestling thing, which ended up being an entire moment, but that was on the Big Ten Network. So I don't know if it's just not noticeable at any other Big Ten dual meet, but it seems to me like they're putting some sort of microphone directly by the coaches so they can they can people can hear this kind of stuff, right? Like, yeah. it's got to well, be good for viewers. Watching it, I don't think, yeah, I think there's no way they could just be yelling that much louder. Like, they have to be doing something with the sound for the I coaches' mean, corners. You can clearly hear what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's not as much as the commentators or any other noises, but it's still enough volume that you can hear it clearly. I mean, it was enough for me to, like, think... Like to tweet it to see if, if yeah. it was just me. Like, like I feel like their volume's boosted enough that there has to be something going on with the sound setup on purpose. Yeah, go ahead and play it. Tyler's got the clip pulled up here. This is just smash mouth wrestling, Tim. Okay, can you rewind that and play it one more time? And maybe, maybe can you turn it up a little bit too so people can hear it? Let's see here. All right, Tyler's gonna rewind it. All right the other this is just smash mouth wrestling tim yeah. yeah that's pretty clear very clear that sounds to me like there's a microphone like directly at the brands brothers there's definitely one nearby at least or something can Not you can you play it one more time yep because <laughs> i think the people want to hear it Smash mouth wrestling, Tim. That's funny. The whole the whole trucker thing is like a total like dad dad mood to say trucker instead of the F yeah. They would have to know if they're mic'd up or not, right? I don't think they're actually mic'd up on them. Yeah. I think that there's just a mic like in their direction or whatever mic. Like you can mic the audience. People well, people will mic the audience to show the crowd how like loud it is yeah i just wondered if he was like aware of the possibility of his volume carrying through because in the moment i wouldn't be able to just censor mother mfr with just trucker like on the spot probably without having to think about it a little bit well i think you know there might be aware well they they're probably aware of the situation from last year i'm sure that yeah. got them we posted the clip right. and like put subtitles on it and it went insane on the internet so there's without a doubt in my mind that they heard mm. um that you know they were heard on on mics last year but last year there wasn't any fans in the stands yeah, or anything exactly. like that so it was like the first time that we could really clearly hear them and now there's a lot of people in there and so it's one of those things where they can we can definitely hear um the fans or we can definitely hear the coaches so right yeah i know i think maybe people they got good reactions last year and they want to kind of keep it going the big 10 network i don't know yeah anyways i thought that was a pretty funny moment um why don't we go ahead and bring in josiah here he is in his studio um we were originally going to have him do the last two. He's a little bit early. I got the timing wrong, but uh, he'll do the last three. I would actually like to hear his take on this Logan Paul, Johnny DeJulius thing. And uh, we'll put him on the hot seat a little bit because I didn't tell him that we're going to talk about this. But if you guys don't know who this guy is, he is one of the biggest creators in, I don't want to say YouTube, uh, wrestling YouTube. I just want to say in wrestling in general. He's a stalemate award winner, the original content creator of the year award winner. <laughs> Uh, this guy's doing amazing stuff. Um, without further ado, let's add Josiah in here. Josiah, what's going on, my friend? What's going on, Zach? You able to hear me all right? 
Yes. Yep. You know what, Josiah? Let's stop stalling and let's start talking wrestling, all right? That's exactly what I love to do. So pumped to be on the show today. All right. You had a busy weekend over the weekend. Um, just last night, I believe, you were you have moved on to doing um, like live streaming stuff. Um, so we're going to get into that. You joined a little bit early. I got the timing mixed up a little bit there. but uh, So we'll just quickly talk about Logan Paul, Johnny DeJulius. Did you see that tweet from Logan Paul? I didn't. Fill me in. Okay. okay we got you. Yeah, we got you. So Logan Paul, um, go ahead and play this clip, uh, Tyler. You'll have to switch this over too. All right, go ahead and hit that. That's Johnny DeJulius right there. And he's dead. I never see it open. All right. So anyways, so Logan Paul and KSI came out with this new, their form of Gatorade. It's called Prime. They're obviously trying to promote it heavily. It's supposed to be a big deal for athletes. Um, I think it's interesting they had Johnny DeJulius on there. Johnny's obviously an Ohio guy. Logan and Jake Paul are both Ohio guys. Um, but Johnny DeJulius was hanging out with the Paul brothers all weekend out in Utah for, I believe, Jake's birthday. Mm. Nevertheless, I think this is a huge opportunity for a former wrestler like Johnny DeJulius, who I believe is coaching at Harvard nowadays. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you make of that clip? Uh, good or bad for uh, wrestling? I think Josiah just left the chat there. I think so too. I was, um, but I thought. Let's okay, see there here. We here we go. Hold on, hold on. All right, where did we where do we left off? Where, where, how, what Sorry, do you think? What we do you, we what didn't do you mean th- to bring up Logan Paul. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, know, I was I was so annoyed I had to leave the conversation. For, no, I'm kidding. I think this is great. Uh, I, I I did actually see that clip for some reason. I was thinking this was going to be about some some fight or something that they they were going to you know go in a wrestling match against each other. But no, I did see that jumping out of was it a helicopter? I mean, that was just crazy. And, and I, I love that Johnny followed up and he he tweeted back. He said, "It's okay, guys. I'm alive." Um, but it's cool that they're doing the. It's did you say it's an, a, like a Gatorade, like a sports drink. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a it's a new um, sports drink or whatever. I think it's inevitable that at someday they're going to probably sell it to a bigger company like a Coca Cola or Pepsi or something like that. Um, I would love to see him bring on a guy like Johnny DeJulius who does a lot of these like viral. Uh, videos of him jumping off of random stuff he does like base jumping and stuff like that um obviously johnny's a very accoladed wrestler so anytime you see somebody like that you know obviously it's great i think it's awesome because we have been very early on this show about talking about how wrestling people tend to crap on the paul brothers but here they are providing hopefully what's going to be a huge opportunity to a wrestler like Mm -hmm. johnny DeJulia. Exactly. And the Paul brothers were, I mean, they were wrestlers themselves, which is kind of cool. Like I, I always like seeing guys like that come back to their roots, you know, and helping out, uh, helping out the other wrestlers. But Johnny's, I mean, he's a, he's a crazy guy and in, in a good way, you know, I love seeing what the heck is he going to do next. And it's awesome that this is his next uh, venture with the Paul brothers, because listen, as, as much flack as they get from people, they know what they're doing, uh, business wise, social media wise, marketing wise. Uh, they, you know, they they may be controversial uh, in certain ways, but in many ways, that's that's a good thing, and it's what helps to continue to grow their brands. Absolutely. All right. So, from one YouTuber to another, from Logan Paul to Fanco. If you guys don't know who Fanco is, he's been doing videos for how long? How long have you been doing like actual wrestling content? It's been three years now, actually. Started January 2019. 
Okay, so has your other than um, last night has your format changed at all? Oh my goodness, uh, yeah, it, it's it's in it, in some aspects, right? I mean, three years ago, I literally set up uh, my phone, put it up, and I was behind my desk. Think we might have lost them again. Mm. This uh, a slight lag. There you go. Just talking about. Uh, and sorry if I, I cut out there for a second, but I, making videos talking about wrestling. It originally started with Dayton Fix and Nick Soriano and the crazy hands to the face rule that I couldn't stand. I know that was some controversy back then and, you know, throughout that season. Uh, but I was just wanted to talk about wrestling with other wrestling fans. And so since then, you know, I've done a, a bunch of different things, experimented with things, done some uh, videos commentating like uh, actually I had one about Logan Paul, about how he was a wrestler, uh, which is kind of funny that that, you know, we brought that up um, about Abe Lincoln being a wrestler. I, t I talk about, um, you know, I've experimented with talking about freestyle or college wrestling and a lot of change. You know, I even mentioned some high school stuff. Um, and since that time, like I've really been able to get the target audience down college wrestling fans love talking about wrestling. Uh, and I, I love bringing the discussion and news to them as if I was just in the room, you know, talking about them with exactly what happened over the weekend or what's coming up over the weekend. Um, but yeah, the, the new, kind of style or idea for the live stream was definitely some new experimentation. Yeah. I want to talk about that. Obviously that's why I want to have you on the show today. I was tuning in last night and um, I thought it went pretty well for you. And um, one thing that I love to see was like, I found out about you through obviously when we started doing this stuff, doing a little market research, kind of seeing who was out there on YouTube. I thought I was a genius. I thought there was absolutely nobody on YouTube <laughs> doing this stuff. And I find your ugly mug was already on there. You already had a big following and whatnot. And so I was like, this kid is so smart. I shouldn't say kid. I think we're the same age or maybe you're older That's all right. or younger. I, 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 I call people kid too. It's, that's just what we do. This, <laughs> this gentleman was already on YouTube putting out tons of free wrestling content because for the longest time, it was like you had to pay for it on Flow. Um, Intermat has its paywall. Everybody's got a paywall nowadays. You and I have our Patreons, which we kind of do it. A, we, you and I do it the same, but we do it differently than everybody else where most of our content is free, but there's bonus stuff on the Patreon and stuff. And I, and I love Patreon and whatnot, but I thought it was interesting that you're putting out free content and your channel just absolutely exploded. Now that brings us to what I'm going to talk about now, which is you have you last night, in my opinion, changed the game in terms of what I think schools should do, right? So I know what you guys are thinking. There's already been people that have put up free streams on Facebook. There's been people who have done free streams on YouTube, free streams on all this stuff before, but partnering with a media company like Fanco Wrestling, and um, I think it was huge exposure for Campbell and North Carolina State. Um, last night, I saw it get as high as 1.2 thousand concurrent viewers. I think I would like to compare that to what they would have got on an ESPN+. Plus. Obviously, anytime it's behind a paywall, it's going to be much smaller, even if it's a platform as big as ESPN+, Plus, which I think ESPN is Plus is great. But how did that come to be? How did you end up getting uh, Campbell and NC State to uh, get their live, their their stream on, on your channel? I think it was super smart. Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot that we could dive into about 
I, I completely agree with you that with with these schools, you know, being able to promote themselves and get a bigger kind of audience and more eyeballs on them through the free, you know, resource of YouTube. But kind of how it came about is talk to head coach Scotty Sentes, found out that the Virginia Tech and NC State duel was canceled you know I, I was bummed because i was supposed to go to that duel but then talking to scotty you know because it was such a new duel meet they didn't necessarily have these contracts with espn plus like a lot of these other schools you know they have it with the big 10 network or big 10 plus or espn plus or big 12 or whatever the network is right but they didn't have that because it was such a a quick turnaround time so i said at talking to scotty you know he's always up for innovative ideas in wrestling like to me he's one of the most innovative coaches and he's willing to just experiment and try some stuff and i said you know i want to bring my audience to get eyeballs on campbell get eyeballs on nc state and just enjoy a free night of wrestling because i think this is super cool uh and he said yeah i'm all for it we talked about what we would do and eventually that kind of came up that weekend i mean that was thursday night by Friday, it was kind of secured, and Sunday we were streaming the duel, uh, and it was it was quick turnaround time, uh, but it was a lot. All right, guys, sorry that we had technical difficulties there on our end, not Fanco's end, so um, we're going to pick up where we left off. Um, do you remember where you were at, or do you want me to uh, take it from the top? I do remember where I was at. So we were talking about the NC State and uh, Virginia Tech duel being canceled, then it coming up that we were able to you – know, come and stream the duel on Fanco. You know, it was a crazy turn of events over the weekend, but luckily we were able to kind of figure that out and um, stream wrestling free for the fans, which was awesome. Yeah, and I think it's a win-win-win for everybody. It's a win for you because you get, you know, two schools, fan bases who might not know who you are. They get to go to your channel. I don't know how many subscribers you gained and all that. Um, but I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was awesome for you. Um, and then obviously just to take your channel to the next level, because you never know what schools are going to reach out to you for the, for their next one. And then also for Campbell, it's like a lot of Campbell's people might not, they might already know you because of your relationship with the program. You, you ran your, their media for a long time. Um, you said that Scotty is ahead of the game in terms of like, um, being innovative and trying new things to get eyes on Campbell. He brought us out there. So yeah, Scotty's obviously very smart with that stuff. And Campbell obviously knows who you are, but then also NC state, you probably got a lot of people, you know, from, uh, the NC state crowd that might not know who you are. So, and vice versa. So it works in my opinion for all three, this is a lot different than anybody else that's done on YouTube because it's not like it's, you know, this certain state school putting it on their own YouTube platform with, no audience, right? It's you who has 23,000 subscribers, something like that. Almost 24, almost 24. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's great for everybody. And, um, anyways, I just, I, I wanted to kind of give you your kudos for that. And, um, what, what did, what did, uh, Scotty and company have to say about it? Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and I mean, you're spot on with a lot of that first, like, uh, I'm a very analytical guy. So I was like studying the stats and all that. I was able to gain like 100 subscribers last night, which is really cool. You know, a big spike for, you know, a one day kind of event. And because I wanted that trifecta too, like bring NC State fans and Campbell fans together uh, and engage, but also have the audiences all, you know, my audience may not have known certain things about Campbell Wrestling. Now, I've talked about them before, obviously, that I've worked there, um, but it was awesome to bring new eyeballs to. Fanco to NC State to Campbell 
and I think that the coaches really kind of understood that. Scotty uh, really liked it, thought it was great. You know, the, the performance for them, uh, I think he was happy with the performance overall. Obviously, things to work on for, you know, they lost uh, for two of the matches when they did get upset. But as far as the streaming and how that went, uh, they were pretty psyched by it. And, and I think the fans were very happy about it as well. Awesome. All right. Well, before our absolute um, internet just craps out on us, I don't know what's going on, but I, I appreciate you bearing with us here, Josiah. Um, Penn State, Iowa. It's a big one. You got uh, any special tricks up your sleeve, or uh, are you going to be watching it? You going to be there? What's going on? So my plan is to. I'm actually doing a, the broadcast on Friday night on the on my YouTube channel. I'll be joined by Johnny Gay Rock Johnson talking about it. Wish I could be there with you and Tyler and Ryan for the uh, social. I hope. I wish you guys the best of success and hope that's a blast. Uh, going into the duel but as far as the actual duel meet Penn State always has something up there please. and I, I don't I don't know if they'll pull it out this time just because of how well that duel against Michigan went um, I think it's still possible that Brady Berge drops down to 157 and they pull out Alex Secundo's red shirt at 165 I really do think that that's a possibility um, I don't necessarily think they need that to win but I think it will uh, potentially help secure more of a uh, a victory for Penn State. Uh, that's that's my opinion. I think it's going to be crazy. I think Iowa's going to like anybody counting out Iowa though. Like like they're just going to give up and, and throw up the the red flag. Is like or the the white flag is kind of crazy out there too. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny that a lot of the Iowa team or fans are like they always had this underdog mentality that like they're not doing well enough and things aren't going well and this and that. I'm like, well, you're still winning. You're still winning by a large enough margin. I just think that if that's, if they're not getting bonus, if they're not doing this and that, that th th it's over, the season's over. You know what I mean? So this duel is going to be a lot closer than people think. I, I put up a tweet today that uh WrestleStat actually predicts I would have win. Obviously it's a computer generated thing. And uh, sometimes numbers aren't, the best way to dictate how things are going in the season for these guys. But um, I think it's still worth tuning in. I still think it's going to be electric atmosphere and uh, I'm excited for it, but we won't hold you here too long. Sorry with our prison Wi-Fi that we have, but uh, what's next for Fanco and um, where can the people find you? Yes. People can find me at, at Fanco wrestling everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube is the, biggest following even got some rock fan following as well but youtube is the best place to follow fan wrestling and like i said a lot of experimentation a lot of different things that i'm trying out differently to bring wrestling to these fans uh with those live dual meets we have Fanco video crew members on the floor just had them at the iowa and ohio state tool uh they were able to get some interviews some on the on the ground footage which is super cool. I'm hoping to keep finding new ways to innovate, just like you guys over there at Stalemate. Uh, so I obviously always appreciate what you guys are doing. So cheers to you guys. Hey, there it is. Thank you, bud. Thank you. Thank you, bud. All right, Josiah, we'll see you soon. Uh, come to Iowa sometime, man. Get yourself out of the South, all right? I, I will. I will. All right. Well, we'll, we'll thanks, be in guys. touch. Thanks for, thanks for, have, thanks for uh, joining the show. 
All right, guys, that was good. That was good stuff. Um, but anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, sorry about the technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. I think it's with Ecom, Ecom, Ecam. Uh, we had trouble last week on our Patreon-only episode with Fellers. We had to pull out the old FaceTime as well. Um, but without without too much trouble, I think we had a good episode. Um, Tyler, anything you want to say? No, uh, thanks for tuning in again, people. We'll be here next week, too. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time.